Hi there. Welcome to the Mindset Masterpiece Podcast. I am so happy you're here. My name is Samantha Warren, and I am a feminine leadership coach who is here to help you step into your role as a trailblazer and embody your highest level boss energy. Today, we're going to dive deep into the close relationship between personal development and entrepreneurship. Are you ready? Let's get into the episode. And we are back with the Mindset Masterpiece podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you are a new listener, then I want to extend a warm welcome to you. And if you are returning, then welcome back. So today's episode is going to be about what to do when your life feels like a mess. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But first, like always, I'm going to do a quick little life update. I don't have too much news since it's only been a week since the last episode. But I think I mentioned this in the last one, actually. I am going to New York City this weekend. I am so stoked because I love New York. And I don't think I could ever move there because I don't like the cold. I am such a Florida girl. But I am excited to visit, especially because it's the summer and it's going to be warm and I'm going to go see my friend Lauren, who's one of my best friends, and we're going to go to an event on Sunday and we're excited because New York City just opened back up like, well, that's what she was telling me at least. I'm honestly not 100% sure, but she told me that, you know, they were on lockdown for a while and then just about a month or so ago, they started opening everything back up. So everyone's very eager to start going back to events and going out to restaurants and all that good stuff. So I'm excited to go visit. I'm actually working on a Pinterest board for that also, just because I don't really know the area that well. And I've done a lot of the touristy things in New York City, but I haven't done a lot of the more authentic local experiences. So that's really what I'm after. If you're following me on Instagram, then you probably saw this post already, but I did a post about how traveling really lights me up. And I wrote about all this in the caption, but I realized that I could put my head down and hustle for weeks on end and just focus on work and that's it. And I'm really happy working. I mean, I love working, but I really get my best ideas when I'm out of town doing something totally different in a totally different environment and not thinking about work at all whatsoever. And I learned that because I got the idea for my company, Transit of Pluto, after I spent a weekend in Orlando partying, of all things. And then as I was driving back, I had just filled up my gas tank and I got in my car and started driving back to Miami where I was living at the time. I just got the idea for the company. And it just hit me. It was like a download from the universe, y'all. Like, I started crying. It was just such a powerful idea. And I filed for the LLC a week later because I just felt so strongly about it. And that experience consciously taught me how important it is to create space for creativity to flow in. Like that feminine energy that really cultivates creativity and play and inspiration. It's difficult for that to thrive when you're not giving your feminine enough space to have that room to play. And if you're not familiar with the concepts of masculine and feminine energy, masculine energy is basically what creates a structure and it's what motivates you and pushes you to work hard and to get things done and be productive. But the feminine energy is all about play and pleasure and creativity and not producing things to achieve a result, but producing things because it feels good and it's pleasurable or not even necessarily producing things, just doing things that feel good. That's what the feminine is all about. 
but it's important to have a good balance of both because the way I see it at least, and this is how it is in my life, is the masculine creates the structures that support the feminine in, you know, her flow and creating and enjoying life. It's important to have that masculine structure though because that's how you progress through your life. That's how you create change and move forward and achieve personal growth. But too rigid of a structure, and I've learned this the hard way because I operate a lot in my masculine, especially when I'm working. Uh, but there have been times in my life where my schedules were too rigid, my routines were way too rigid, and I was just miserable. And I realized that I need to balance that out more with the feminine and the play and not worrying about hustling 24-7. So anyways, I have gone on a spiel about that. So let's go ahead and get into the topic of today's episode, which is what you should do when your life feels like a mess. There are a lot of reasons why you might be feeling this way. It could be that you know, you just have little inconveniences in your life that make you feel like everything's a mess, like dirty dishes, just a cluttered home, a long to-do list that just feels disorganized to you. So it could be smaller things like that, or it could be a more deep crisis where you feel like you're not going anywhere in life, you don't know what you want, and you need more direction. Or it could be that you find it hard to bounce back and forgive yourself when you make a mistake. And we're going to talk about all these topics a little more in depth, but I just wanted to give you a quick little overview about what we're going to discuss. And then, of course, we're going to have some homework at the end. I like giving homework, and I've done that in the past few podcast episodes at least, because it gives you something to act on after you tune into this. So you're not just kind of left hanging like, uh, what do I do next? So we're going to talk about the homework as well later on. But first, I just want to let you know that if you feel like your life is a mess, you are not alone at all. After all, you are human. And it's a normal part of the human experience to get stressed out sometimes. It's not this picture-perfect thing like you might see on Instagram and see these people who are just posting their highlight reels and it just looks amazing. And you might be wondering, why can't my life be like that? But the truth is that everyone has issues in their life, whether they're big or small. Everyone struggles at some point. Everyone has, I would even go as far to say that everyone has trauma of their own that they're working through and healing from. So it is normal to feel like things are a mess. Now, you don't have to stay that way. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just letting you know that you are not ever alone in feeling that way and feeling like your life is chaotic. And also I want to say, I believe I mentioned this in my last podcast episode as well, but I don't like to view emotions as positive or negative. I simply view them as neutral human emotions because whenever you say positive emotions or negative emotions, that implies that one is valid and one is not, and that's not true. Both positive, quote-unquote, and negative emotions are valid and equally important parts of the human experience. So if you are feeling a certain way, just try to think of the emotion as feedback. It's an opportunity to look inward and increase your self-awareness and personal growth. And some of the ways I like to do that are through mindfulness practices like meditation and journaling. Those are great opportunities to get more in tune with yourself and understand yourself on a deeper level. It's so easy to fall into the trap of wanting 
your life to be perfect and for everything to be in order, but the truth is that life is just messy. And some days will be stressful, some days will be easier. You can do things to reduce the number of stressful days you have, but the reality is that it's never gonna be perfect. So if you feel like your life is a mess, the first step is to be self-aware of where the stress is coming from. I'm a huge proponent of journaling. If you listen to my podcast before, you probably already know that. But seriously, I think it's such a great activity to increase your self-awareness and see where the stress might be coming from. For me personally, I grew up as a people pleaser, so a lot of the stress that I have had in my life came from wanting to make other people happy. And in the process, I neglected my own desires and my own happiness, and it just built up. And I had a lot of pent-up resentment as well because... I felt neglected even though it was my fault for not setting boundaries and not attending to my own needs and focusing so much on helping other people. But before we talk about that, let's talk about you. So if you are feeling like your life is a mess because you don't know what you want in your life, I'm here to tell you that that is completely okay. Like you do not have to have it all figured out at all whatsoever. Like, just not having everything figured out is a beautiful opportunity to connect with yourself and do some deep inner work, some quote-unquote soul-searching, if you will, and just lean into your desires. I'll tell you a story. As an adult in the American workforce, I have realized how easy it is to get caught up in the day-to-day and constantly hustle, 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 and forget to do anything meaningful with my life. I think that's really sad, but I do think a lot of people are currently stuck in that cycle, like I was for several months, even just last year. And my advice to you, if that resonates with you, is if you want to find your life purpose, don't take it so seriously. And maybe that's contradicting advice from what you've heard in the past, but just play. Do the things you love. Make time for the activities that really light you up and bring joy into your day. It doesn't matter if it's productive or not, because when you connect to your more feminine side, like I was mentioning earlier, she wants to play and she wants you to bring more pleasure into your life. And in turn, that'll strengthen your intuition. And then you can let that guide you to the next aligned step in your life journey. Let's take a quick intermission. I just wanted to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. If you like what you're hearing, I would love it if you would leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you. We'll get back into the episode now. I used to make career decisions based on what the most logical thing to do was, and that's a masculine mindset, not a feminine mindset. So masculine is all about logic and strategy and productivity, getting things done. I considered many career paths that weren't truly aligned for me like being a college professor, becoming a UX designer, and the list goes on. I didn't feel passionate about any of those career paths, but they promised financial security, or so I thought. And (laughs) I say, or so I thought, because I think if we've learned anything from this pandemic, there is no guaranteed security with any job. And that really opened my eyes and showed me that I need to do what lights me up. Whatever it takes to achieve the career of my dreams, I'm going to do it because it's not worth it to play it safe and end up with a lackluster life, at least in my opinion, and especially not if there's no true safe option. So that being said, 
I encourage you to embrace the chaos of life. You don't have to have everything figured out. Just settle your monkey mind, take a chill pill, relax, tune into your intuition, and you will be able to feel out what the next step in your life journey is. Okay, so now that we've had our little self-discovery talk, the next point I want to touch on is making mistakes. Now, I, (laughs) my whole life, I've been very hard on myself, and I used to really beat myself up for making mistakes. I still do at times, but one thing that I've learned is that when you make a mistake or something goes wrong, you can choose what that means to you. Like, do you move forward from it and start fresh the next day? Do you linger on it? You can choose how to respond to the mistake to make yourself feel better. So the best, I guess, well, I don't want to say the best, but like the most productive course of action would be to take the lesson, remove your feelings from it, and move forward. Now, if it's a really big mistake and you feel emotionally connected to it in some way, I'm not saying you should disregard that because I think there's a lot of benefit in working through your emotions and feeling things all the way through. I'm all about that. So if you need more time to process what happened and work through it before you move on, that's totally okay too. But it's important for you to be self-aware that you have control over how you respond to mistakes and setbacks, and you have control over how quickly you recover from that. For example, if I have a bad day, usually I just like to take it easy so I can start fresh the next day. I like doing a lot of self-care activities like journaling, which I've talked about already, exercising, reading a book, just anything relaxing and low stress because If I give myself time to recharge, I'll be rejuvenated for the next day and ready to take on the next challenge. So the next time you're facing a setback, ask yourself, is it worth it to linger on that? Do you need time to process it? Or can you get right back up and move forward? And the third point I want to touch on is a lot of people feel like their life is a mess because they feel like they're not in control of their life and My response to that is you are in control, but you're not at the same time. And I'll explain why I believe that. So there's two categories of things going on in your life. There's the things you can control and there's the things that you can't control, okay? If you focus all your energy on the things that you can control, you'll make progress a lot faster because that's where your energy is going, okay? But if you spend a lot of time worrying and stressing about the things that you can't control, then your progress is going to be slower and you're going to face a lot more resistance. So if you're focusing on a lot of things that are out of your control and you're constantly worrying about something that might happen or worrying about something that happened in the past, just try to shift your focus to something that is within the present moment and within your control. That would be the best energy shift for you to make, in my opinion. And I also want to touch on the manifestation process because it's important for you to be clear on your desires and state your desires with clarity and affirm them out loud and in your journal, write them down, keep them crystal clear in your mind, visualize your desires. But also, it's crucial that 
you are willing to trust the universe and let everything manifest in divine timing. When you surrender and just fully trust and put your life in the hands of the universe, it actually empowers you because it takes the stress and the worry out of the process. There's a big difference between stating a desire with clarity and having this sort of desperate energy surrounding it because when you are absolutely desperate for something, that actually creates a block in the manifestation process because the energy is coming from a place of lack instead of a place of abundance and you don't want that. So be incredibly clear about your desires, but try to eliminate the stress surrounding it. In the last podcast episode, we talked about being patient and letting go of the need for instant gratification. So if that's something that speaks to you, then I recommend that you go tune into that episode because I think it'll help you a lot. And we have a little homework at the end of that one too, so you can have something to journal out and work through. And the final point I want to touch on is... Just don't take things so seriously. Like some things obviously are serious. If you're going through something traumatic or you're grieving, those are serious topics. And you should give yourself the time and the space to work through those emotions, feel things all the way through, and process that trauma, heal from it, and move forward. It's okay to give yourself time for that. You shouldn't feel like you have to rush through it. But if you're not currently going through something traumatic, then my advice to you is don't take things so seriously. Enjoy your life. Have more fun. Do more of what lights you up, like I mentioned earlier, because it's just not worth it to stress about petty things when there's so much out there in life for you to enjoy. It's just a mindset shift of focusing on the amazing things in life and being grateful for what you have instead of focusing on what you don't have. It's the mindset of abundance and not lack. That's the clear distinction and that's going to make a world of difference in how you feel about your life, about whether you feel like your life is a mess or whether you feel like your life is great because I've gone through periods of both and right now I feel like my life is great and You know, I've had some changes in the way I'm living my life and what I'm doing, but it's also a mindset shift. It's not just a change in surroundings or a change in what my day-to-day looks like. It's the mindset of just being grateful for what I have, grateful for my situation, and just focusing on the positive aspects of my life. So I just wanted to leave you with that. Here is your homework for today because we've reached the end of this episode. So I want you to journal on three things. The first thing is what makes your life feel chaotic? Now this prompt will help you be more self-aware about what in your life feels chaotic, what's making it feel like a mess. So once you identify that, then you can go on to the next step. The second thing that you wanna journal on is what can you do to prevent that chaotic feeling? So there's two categories of things that you could write about in this section. The first is things that you could physically change about your day or your surroundings or what's going on in your new life. So this could mean changing your routine, doing something different, um, cleaning your house if you feel like it's chaotic because it's all cluttered. These are all things that you would write in like the physical realm section of this prompt. But also, it's important, I think, to address the mindset portion. So how can you mentally prepare yourself? to prevent the chaotic feeling. 
One thing I would recommend is just writing a gratitude list. Just make a list of things that you're grateful for and that will help you shift your mindset from the negative to the positive, like I just mentioned. So once you do that prompt and you fill out the sections for the physical realm and for the mindset work, the third prompt I have for you is when your life feels like a mess, what can you do to ground yourself in the present moment and make everything feel okay again? Now here, we're speaking mainly to mindfulness practices, like the ones I mentioned earlier, such as journaling, meditation, anything like that. You don't have to do those two, but those are just two examples. Just whatever you feel is going to ground you in the present moment and help you be more mindful whenever you get those feelings of stress or anxiety or chaos in your life, how can you ground yourself in the present? There are a lot of things you could do. You could go for a walk, you could go to the gym, you could you know, go to the beach, I don't know, just whatever is going to help you be more mindful is something that you should write down in this section. So once you've filled out these three prompts, you'll kind of have a roadmap of how you can prevent your life from feeling like a mess. And whenever you're struggling, you can come back to this entry and you can be reminded of this work that you did on this topic. All right. Wow. Well, this was a good episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And yeah, that's all I have for you today. So I will talk to y'all again soon. That's it for today's episode. If you made it all the way to the end, pat yourself on the back because you are awesome. Like I mentioned earlier on, I'm a feminine leadership coach. And if you're interested in working with me or getting on the wait list for one-on-one coaching, you can visit my website at samanthawarren.com or you can email me directly at samantha at samanthawarren.com. I will leave both of those links in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. So please reach out and say hi. Thanks again for listening and we will talk again soon.